0: Welcome to the Party Trick Podcast, where we inspire and empower you to elevate every day.
1: Today, I'm chatting with Sarah Allen Preston, the founder of the Afloat app. Similar to me, our background started in the event world, and we love good connection. So tune in, learn more about her amazing app, connection, party fails, hostess gifting, and all the journeys in between. See you soon. I am so thrilled to chat with Sarah Allen Preston and talk a little bit about events and gifting and single mom life. So let's do this. Let's kick it off. Sarah Allen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I am so excited to get to chat. I am too. So we were introduced through a mutual friend. We had both heard about each other in various ways. There's a lot of commonalities. And when we first tapped on the phone a while ago and kind of started chatting, it was like, wait, weddings, event planning, single mom, kids. And it's just kind of funny how life has you circle people. And then all of a sudden, like the ability to connect happens. So I'm so grateful we've crossed paths. I know it's so funny. (laughs) I really do feel like
0: we had these rather parallel lives happening (laughs) in different Mm -hmm. areas of the country.
1: So funny how that happens. So So tell us a little bit, because I obviously know some of this now, but I would love for you to share kind of some of your history in a way, just from like college to Paris to starting and paper and on and on. And then obviously like up to where you are with Afloat today. Yeah. So it's
0: really funny. I had a a party two nights ago here. I'm in Dallas and we were at Alice and Olivia. And this woman asked me and she was like, oh, were you a marketing major? I was talking about Afloat, our gifting app that I'm working on now. And I was like, no, I was actually an art history major, but there's not a lot to do with that. So here I am in tech, but I went to SMU. I graduated there. And while I was, I think I was a senior, I interned in a magazine that's in Texas called Paper City. Yeah, and I was, I, it's, it's awesome. I was a completely embarrassing, horrible intern. Like, what I the worst? Um, <laughs> oh I God. still actually am friends with our the woman that was the editor at the time. And, and yeah, it's it's been a, such a small world. We've kind of gotten back in touch now that I'm here again. But she laughs now. She will fully call me out and be like, yeah, you were the worst.
1: But mm-hmm. I made everyone... Well, Christmas now you've gifts. redeemed yourself. I think we've I, all had those really uh, like, horrifying intern experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I know that like that
0: classic like intern Twitter thread. Like I would have been all over that and been posted oh, yeah. like every day. I was I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing ever. But I did make them all Christmas gifts to redeem myself. and. Brooke is her name, was like, oh my God, Sarah Allen. Okay, go home. First of all, you're done here. But this is cool. And so we're gonna write an article about it and go make a website and come back and we'll publish you in the spring or whatever. And so I did that and it really launched this first entrepreneurial endeavor. It was a stationary company called Preston Paper. So I worked on yeah. that in Dallas until I graduated. Then I and and I was all custom drawn stationary. So you know, Brooke. When her ball gown with her cowboy boots and her dog and her husband and whatever. Oh, now yeah. Now it's like now Etsy that everywhere. But back mm-hmm. in, yeah. But back in the day, it was like such a novelty. Right. So I did that. And then after I graduated, I took it into a wholesale line. So we sold to stores all across the country. And I ended up moving back to Kansas City, where I'm from. Okay. I think I was like 26. And I don't know why I don't know that, but I think I was like 26. And I, then got engaged nice. to my now ex husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while Similar time our for wedding... both of us on that as well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's
0: so funny. So while I was planning our wedding, I ended up getting a ton of requests to go kind of back into custom design. And after I had my wedding, we were published on Style Me Pretty, which at the time it probably still is a big deal, but it was a big thing. And so that kind of just jumped me back from this wholesale line where I'd taken Preston Paper back into custom yeah. design. So that was my evolution pre-afloat. And then the event design ended up just, I just kept taking on more responsibility because I just was kind of type A like that. And I just kept adding and adding and adding until all of a sudden I was a full scale design production planning company.
1: <laughs> Don't you love how that like this, it's a, like scope creep essentially, right? Like it's like, okay, we start with this and then it just pushed a little bit further. And I think so much of the time that happens in the event industry, I have a stationer friend who, Is like the most amazing designer ever, and she starts just with stationery, right? And then she really came down to let me curate the gifting, let me curate the look of the escort cards, let me curate every. And I'm like, all right, great, run with it, because she is next level. The last event I did with her was summer of 21. It was like a three million dollar insane over the top wedding. Oh my god, so fun!
0: So funny because you're made it with that budget. yeah,
1: Yeah, right. And that's one of those things where you're like, okay, how does the stationer end up ultimately like she, re- she designed almost everything towards the end. It was phenomenal. So, okay. Yes. That go was creep me. And then I just you. decided
0: to, yeah, I could go creep to the max. And then I am, like I said, kind of type A Virgo first child. I just decided to take it all on my shoulders and monetize it and yep. went, went into my, my event planning business that way. So it really was, I mean, I looking back on it, it seems like it makes so much sense, but it was not a plan by any means, just ended up there.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like going on the river and just like bumping off the rocks either side until ultimately you end up somewhere where you never thought you were going to go. I mean, that was a really weird way to say that. But yeah, you look back sometimes and you're like, oh, this does make sense how I got here, but that was not my intention. Totally. 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 Yeah. So tell me, okay, you have three boys, right? How old are they?
0: they are nine seven and almost
1: six so okay.
0: it is a animal house at my house
1: um, yeah and but... and ours are again similar in age my are six and eight at the moment how did you juggle kind of events when you were doing events free to float and stuff how did you juggle the events with the boys how was that and did that kind of in a way i mean obviously 2020 things shifted but that's just kind of the trajectory some or no it really didn't.
0: I would say once I had my third, maybe the seed was kind of planted that I couldn't take on. For me, it was more the emotional kind of toll of events, right? Like, oh, completely. I'm clearly not good at saying no. I kept piling stuff on my shoulders. I was like basically living in my client's guest rooms, like doing everything for them for a year. like. And so I think that though at the beginning, and I was pretty careful to take on only you know, a certain number a year, as I'm sure you are the same. When you have these bigger budgets, yep. you can be a little more selective. Um, so I really tried to work it around, like definitely keeping being a mom in my life as well. Like I still had a play group I went to every Thursday with my girlfriends. I hired people that were kind of actually in my same phase of life and could pick up my slack really easily because they understood like we're working on the fly. I actually think there was a lot I learned juggling the especially the two boys like i said once i had three yeah. it was i'll tell you a little bit about my son's heart surgery too but that was a little bit of a game changer but definitely with two it was and and i guess boss my third as well i had like a year in there where i was still doing events it was a great preview to what we're doing now startup life like mm-hmm. wearing all the hats but still giving your all to everything you're running five different highways all at one time um, and I think that there were a lot of lessons I probably picked up. We're super agile. I think women are very agile and flexible and able to be not only resilient in like an internal way, but in terms of like, this isn't going well, I'm putting out this fire, but I'm doing this. And that is event planning in a nutshell, but also motherhood. So I do think there I don't know if I did it well, but I definitely tried to master like the mindset and skills needed i'm sure i was like so cranky some days but i think we all are all of the (laughs) all of the highways flowing at the right speed the same direction so it it was a lot of at the time it wasn't a village as much because i was at that point taking on probably more than i should have in retrospect Mm -hmm. but i had a great assistant and yeah just learning to juggle was the name of the game
1: I would say, I mean, in my experience with that, when I planning and managing like my business by with, with Blue Productions prior to starting Party Trick, my biggest year was when I my babies were really little and I was juggling mm-hmm. so much. I had like 13 employees. You're managing is like 20 plus vendors per wedding, little kids at home. I think that one of the things I love about this phase right now, I am able to bring so much more magic to my everyday. Whereas when I was bringing magic to everyone else's and managing the chaos, phenomenal for like organizational skills, but it was hard to bring the magic and celebrate the every day in the same way that we do. So, but it was amazing training for where we are now in terms of being able to wear every single hat in startup life. Okay. So tell me, that is so, so that's well a-
0: said, like that, you just absolutely nailed it. That is yes, 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 yes. Thank you.
1: Yeah. It's literally, it's like you have to wear every single hat, manage everything. And then, yeah, but you don't get to celebrate. You don't get to enjoy. No. And the life yeah. is about those connections and those memories. And I felt like it was an amazing chapter and I got to make it for others, but I want to make it for myself. Right. And I want to mm-hmm. keep it alive for myself now too. Okay. A little bit about parties. Then I want to jump into a float stuff because I'm so excited to have you share more because I love it. Okay. In terms of just like, And because party trick, what is your favorite kind of party
0: trick? This is my new thing and it is a little bit of a teaser for a float, but I love to afloat myself all of my necessities for my party so I can get my charcuterie, I can get my balloons, my florals, my hostess gifts or my thank you gifts or whatever I need. I'm still able to support local. It's still up to my standards and quality of the kind of gifts or the kind of entertaining I want to do, but it all comes delivered to my doorstep. I can do it. From my office i can do it from the carpool line Um, i'm not you know running around frazzled trying to keep up the kind of person i want to be in my heart which is someone that's going to go to the local florist and get something amazing for the table and still be able to be working and on the go and in mom mode and whatever else or laying in my bed at 1 a.m when i'm like oh my gosh i forgot to do this and i'm having people over tomorrow night and the schedule just won't allow for me to bop around and get the cutest plates and napkins and everything um so that is my newest party trick uh is that i love that. <laughs> no, it no that's great I, think... I
1: really do it <laughs> <laughs> no it truly. Really, that's like the best okay last one about party and question i also know that you love a good theme and i love a good theme but tell me like what's your and i know why i do why do you like having a theme and then give me like two or three of your favorites
0: Okay, so I think it's like the creative brain thing. Like once I start to see something, I see that end picture so very clearly and I want every detail aligned and marching towards that vision that's in my head. Um, and then mm-hmm. theme, I think, really puts nice guardrails around that. So, so too. Yes. One of my favorite ones that I did is actually was for my ex-husband's, I think it was his 40th birthday. He was a big I don't know big 90s kid which now it's like so all the rage again so I we yeah. should have had this party this year but at the time it was like totally crazy we sent out invitations on floppy discs we had like vodka oh, inserted like injected in capri suns being passed we had all of these like red solo cups like with his birthday printed on it everyone came in full 90s gear we had like the high school party vibes right like a beer bong we had 90s rap playing like it was just this and everyone was like back in their element back in their heyday so i think the combination of a theme that was super fun to like riff on and take to the absolute max and then getting people in that right energy of like everyone wants to have fun with this it was a killer party super fun theme so 90s, oh if I love that we turn a party, party around. around it. Recommend,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent gonna pick your brain and pull some of those out. Like invites on a floppy desk, how amazing! First of all, how did you find them? I'm very curious where you find them. These right, days. I don't even remember. But it took me like ten hours. I think, to find them on the internet. I was like,
0: like peeling through websites for literally like three nights. Um, but I
1: finally found them. <laughs> well, if we put one on Party Trick, we'll shortcut for everyone and make it easier. Because, but we'll do that heavy. I mean, actually, I'll probably just call you and find out where, but anyhow, okay. So tell me about this pivot and switch and not even pivot, but evolution and tell me about a float and why and how it came to be. And yeah, give us all the deep. Yeah.
0: So it's really funny. I had obviously been, as you were, a professional celebrator of relationships. I loved doing it for all my clients. I loved it so much. I love making the magic that I felt like, okay, checking all my boxes. I've got this down. Then my third son was born and he had to have open heart surgery when he was only five months old. It was insane. We didn't realize when he was in utero, he wasn't diagnosed. So he was born and we went back and forth to the hospital, I think like a dozen times in the first few weeks of his life because we could not get him diagnosed. So as a mom, it was insanely frustrating. I'd leave every day being like, this baby's still broken. I do not know how to communicate with you people. Like there's something wrong. And I'd go back the next day and my at the time, husband was like, okay, you're sounding crazy. Like you can stop. And I was like, I absolutely will not. I will find the smallest thing wrong with them. I'm like, we got to go back to the hospital. So finally we had this NICU nurse who was actually a traveling nurse in our pediatrician's office. And she was like, I think I hear a pretty significant heart murmur. And she sent us to our children's hospital where I'd been to the ER, but she ordered these specific tests and they found very quickly that he had a series of holes all down the center wall of his heart it's called absd wow. mm-hmm. and yeah and they were numerous enough and large enough that he was basically breathing like a hundred breaths a second i saw these videos of him just wheezing his head off that was his kind of state of being yeah um it was crazy and so and i had two other kids at home right so i i knew this wasn't normal but i i was an art history major i didn't know, i didn't <laughs> know what i was talking
1: about well, so like,
0: and so um, finally, we were diagnosed and they basically like just you're inpatient for a few days of tests and they say go home and it's all this medication. And you just watch them like a hawk until they get big enough to have surgery, but not too big that they start to go into heart failure and you can't obviously reverse it. So it's like walking on a tightrope for yeah. like 20 weeks. If you can make it that far, ideally, you want to make it to five or six months and they yeah. monitor him closely. Um, but if they can get big enough, the surgery is more successful. So that's where you want to get them. So anyway, he had surgery. We were at the time living in a rental house. Our house had flooded. I had him while we were in the rental house. And we moved from I was nine months pregnant. We got him diagnosed. We're, you know, keeping him alive. We're keeping our other two kids life on the rails. I'm planning yeah. events. My marriage was a challenge at the time. And the funny thing is that we got him through surgery. He's fine. He's the one that's almost six now. He's a yeah. freaking spark plug. Love him to death. But we got through surgery and I did not remember any of those bad things I just listed off. The only thing I took away from the whole experience was how amazing our community was. They showed that. up so big, it, right? like, And that's you saw it too, I'm sure we saw it in weddings all the time, was the people coming together to celebrate. And now flip the switch, I'm on the supportive side. I'm getting supported by people.
1: Which is very and rare is- and hard for us
0: to do. And then amazing when it happens.
1: It, yes. Yeah. And, and
0: I was to the point where I literally had to let other people help me. Like, I probably would have gone kicking and screaming if one of those other aspects hadn't been present in my life. But because it was like a combination of these like, things happening, I was like, I'm done. Just help me. And they did. And it was calls and texts and let's go on a walk. And a lot of times it was a gift on the doorstep. And it didn't matter how big or how small that thing was when I'd come home from a long day at the hospital or a day planning or with being with my other kids. Yeah. And I saw whatever it was. It could be a bottle of homemade salad dressing. It could be a Barefoot Dreams blanket. Both of those things were gifted to me, by the way, and they're very memorable. Uh-huh.
1: Um, so shout out to my,
0: my gifters that sent me those. It would, it would just totally change the trajectory of my day. And yeah. I wanted to bottle that feeling of being connected, being cared for, being that that moment of positivity that someone put in my day allowed me to go out in the world and be a more positive person for other people. And I was like, this is it, right? Like, I want to bottle and amplify okay. this feeling of connection through tech because it is, to me, I've now seen on the happy times and on the hard times, the most important thing in life.
1: Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, my goodness. What a story, number one. Two, how amazing that your community rallied and how it's inspired and shifted kind of your trajectory. And I mean, just like gives me goosebumps thinking about also just those feelings as a mom, what that must have been like and what that chapter and how much more in those heightened states of emotion that community, when it actually came, like how that must have impacted you and how lucky are we all now that it did in a way. And then obviously beyond beyond thrilled that he's fine. So,
0: yeah, and it's it's really funny, too, because I say that and then it happened to me again when I got divorced a couple of years later. Yeah. And that's when I actually went and launched the product. I will say post-surgery, it planted the spark of like, what do I want to do? I want to do something. And then a year and a half later, I was going through a divorce and I found myself again being the recipient of all the support. And I'm like, OK, this is it. Like, Sarah, now's now it's your turn to give back. Yeah, it is right. We're created for others um, that way. Yes. And it's, but we all go through it, right? It doesn't have to be a divorce or an open heart surgery. It can be somebody just had a hard day. Somebody lost their job. Somebody lost a pet, a parent. There is no one that escapes life without needing the connection and support of other people at some point.
1: No, it's, it's bruises left, right, and center. And we yeah. all need it. We all need that support so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's the, the, we call them silver lining moments. They're the ones you don't want to go through, but you can look back and hopefully see there was some good being brought to the situation. Usually yeah. by people around you that love you. And we, I love this platform we built. It, so it's a marketplace that brings okay, yes. all these local tell stores like, together. How would yeah. you
1: describe? Tell me, like, give me the, how do you describe a float that way?
0: A float is a local gifting marketplace. So we aggregate the best of the best local stores. And we have an app and you go on. Right now we're live in Dallas and Kansas City. We're launching yeah. our mobile web and many more markets later this year. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But right now you go on and you can shop a curated selection of amazing gifts from these stores and you pick something, you type in what you want the note to be. Everything gets wrapped, the handwritten note and delivered to their doorstep same day. That's, That's- me. Yeah, like the local, local gifting on demand is that, yes, and we will be soon. We're super excited. Like I said, it's been a year of really digging in and learning so much. And now we have our plans to begin to scale and open new markets. And it's been really as a roller coaster, but super gratifying because we have, we have our mission that not only I believe in, but every single woman that's on our team has rallied behind or been the recipient of and so it's become like such a a a gift (laughs) nope oh my god I need to think of this language but but it is a (laughs) gift to build it so yeah Yeah. so I would say (laughs) that you know kind of which hits it's local gifting on demand yeah but we really do try to stand for a lot more than that in our brand and our ethos and really getting to loop in these local stores that we are such advocates of. They're so creative. They're amazing curators. And so bringing more awareness and attention and gifting um, Mm -hmm. business to them has been a real treat as well.
1: I love it. I love that. How do you identify? I'm so curious because now obviously selfishly, I want to either here in Aspen or in Denver, Obviously, Denver is a bigger market. How do you identify the market? Is it like, where? You're, so it's an easier spread? Is it network-based or is it based? Like, I'm so curious, just, yeah. Yeah, so we
0: actually will be able to sustain organic growth this fall, which is great. So if you're in Astor and in Aspen and you're like, oh my God, I have to be on a float, though coincidentally, we are gonna do a pop-up There, but
1: I had to talk about that. I didn't, yeah, I know, I know. Let's talk about that after this. But,
0: but if you were, say, you're an Aspen and you're like, oh my God, I've heard of this, I want to get on, you can go on our website, you can apply, and your store could get popped up and you could be plugged into our network now. Um, Or I say now, as soon as we launch this next um, phase. But we are also still really, because we are a very connection and community based brand, we are rolling out intentionally market by market because we love to get to know our users, we love to get to know our stores. We want to plan events and be really present in the communities that we're representing, Uh, bringing connection. Like that is what we're all about, right? We empower relationships between people. We empower relationships in the community. It is all about being real and authentic and present. Another fun. (laughs) But I will stop. But anyway, so we, after this, you will be able to be kind of anywhere using it, which is great. Or I want to send you a gift and there is a store in Aspen. Amazing. I can just do that right here from Dallas. Uh, But in terms of this more strategic, like present rollout, we're going to do Texas first. Yeah. Really kind of network based, like where we see our biggest interest coming from. A lot of that, obviously we're in Texas. So is in Texas, but we do have Denver on our radar. We have a lot of cities throughout the Southeast
1: in California
0: so yeah so we're just kind of keeping an eye on on the inbound that we get and we'll be rolling out there while we kind of pop up everywhere
1: I love it I love it I'm so excited for you and for all of the people who get to use a float it's going to be amazing so okay unrelated but not unrelated are you a big hostess gift person yes I
0: am I caveat I used to not be I was mm-hmm. like, because I didn't like people bringing me things I didn't need just because totally. they felt compelled to. Like mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. But again, I think I love gifting because I love connection. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love it now that I will say now that I have a float and I can send something. I usually send it ahead of time. So it's not awkward yeah. to walk in with. It's like, I genuinely want to connect with you and thank you for what you're doing or after the fact that we've had an amazing evening and I'm like, oh my God, we blew through all of her cocktail napkins. I am going yeah. to send some others. I feel like it's just not that I grabbed a bottle of wine. And so that has, but before I wasn't going to go to a store and shop for something amazing and unique. I yeah. just didn't have the time. But now that I have it right on my phone, it's super easy, it gets delivered to their doorstep and it's wrapped and it's so cute. I will fully send something ahead I know they'll love or after the fact send something that I've been like, oh my God, now we have this like awesome you the idea joke yeah. or connection or we had this great evening but it's it's usually something that's that's not a bottle of wine right like it's something where i'm like this has personality this has a little more meaning so that is what i am into now what about you, Are you I a skin person?
1: i'm all over i so, so it's funny people who know me really well assume that gifting is one of my love languages actually for receiving which not um yeah but let me just let me set the record straight i love a great gift But what it is, is I love the intentionality behind it. Yeah. So it not just being like, hey, great, this just showed up. Awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. thank you. That's very kind of you. But at the same point, like if there's intentionality and there's like thought behind it, it's in a way, and this sounds crazy, but it's an act of service because there's like the awareness. You see a hole. And whether that's a hole because there's actually the item doesn't exist, or you see a hole like emotionally this physical item, which sounds really superficial, like that. No, still... it doesn't.
0: That is what I'm saying. I sometimes I feel silly telling our story, but I'm like, it wasn't the thing that was on my doorstep. The thing didn't matter. It was yeah. that someone was thinking about me. Completely. That the that intentionality is like it, it. The gift is just a physical representation of something that's so much bigger. Completely. In my mind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so no, I I love a I love receiving I love giving I like giving after or the night mm-hmm. of because mm-hmm. again I like I want it to be intentional I hate like oh you have to do something like I just, I'm sometimes really bad with this for like my mom's birthday right I don't have an idea I don't have an idea and then all of a sudden I have an idea and I will tell her she knows that now that like it might not arrive on your birthdays like the idea right. might come two days later but I would rather have like, the right thing that I know is gonna like hit and and you know what yes it's not like, that's your immediate circle. Do the appropriate, like, etiquette forward <laughs> gifting for others sometimes. But I think, no, I, I think that there's always, and I always keep, like, basically, I think this is probably most kids. I have a big, like, dresser of short. Yeah. It has all the stuff. Like, it's basically a gifting closet. It's like all the kids' stuff for the various parties. I've hosted gifts of the wazoo that are in there because also a lot of times, like, you're running late. And if you're in a market where float doesn't exist yet, yeah. You got yeah, be like, I had one. So, Yes, gotta love a good gift. No, that
0: is honestly that is the pain point though, right? Like it's everybody wants to be thoughtful. Yeah, gifting though, it just falls the bottom of the priority list, and it shouldn't because it's so important. Establishing, maintaining, creating, nurturing connection is like so critical to us us as humans, right? So And gifting is is such a big part of that. It's it's been. centuries old it is the gesture of like establishing that that we're connected that we have a relationship and that's obviously kind of a big picture of hey, i just need a candle for oath gift. but i think that there's like it really it, it it sounds i don't know to some people maybe like it sounds like both of us the just empty gesture of a bottle of wine you're kind of like what's the point yeah yes. but i also see the flip side where you think, People like really just, they know they want to do something and that's all you can get to. So I love that the platform we've created has made the grab a bottle of wine. It's going to be like a thing of the past because you are able to support a local store to give something that is intentional and meaningful, creative. Mm -hmm. And I also (laughs) want (laughs) to say that like, if somebody doesn't bring a gift to me, I am so not offended. Like, and I think that that's a very important thing to to set out there. Hostess gifts are amazing because it feels good to give something, but I don't think any hostesses should like judge be because you didn't get one or offended. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. I totally that. Is, that's gonna be my one thing I will throw out there. No, <laughs> don't I'm feel like, 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 like you, with you have to. You're still totally. a personal human. You yeah. didn't get a hostess gift. <laughs>
1: you showed up. Your presence
0: is the present. Yeah,
1: like yeah. I mean, I yes. just because truly, like, it's nice to always appreciate it. I think there's that level, of, but the intentionality behind it is, like, obviously what's appreciated. I think I've never once had someone come not bring a house and And I've been like, what were they thinking? They oh, my that God, right? Rude. I probably don't even notice, honestly. I know. You I mean, know what just, I do love is
0: hmm. the next day, if somebody drops something off the next day, I am like, oh, my gosh, that I is know. so meaningful. That's when it really does kind of hit me. Like, you've slowed down. You've executed your party you really feel like they had a good time and they're grateful. And I there's there is a definite strengthening of a relationship when you have the time to digest, like, wow, like they that they brought something to me. Like I was just having fun entertaining them. Like that enough is like is yeah. that your presence is your present. Yeah. It's really nice to kind of get that coming back at you the next day. Totally. I also just like thinking
1: back on this and I haven't I haven't thought about this in a while. You look back and I feel like back then never has thought about that wasn't a nice enough gift or it wasn't. And I've thought about that <laughs> as the giver where I'm like, wait, is this good enough? Like, is this And do they think it's going to be a nice enough bottle of wa- like wine? Do I need to bring? I actually spoke with a college friend about this last weekend. I was in New York last week and I saw her. She lived right next door to me my sophomore year of college. And we were talking about hostess gifts. And she was like, Virginia, do you think this is like normal or excessive? And someone had come over, dropped off like a bottle of wine, a hoodie and something else. And she's like, it was like a barbecue. Like, I'm trying to think it's excessive, but you know what? Everyone, like, speaks different gifting languages. So she's like, well, if I go over there, do I have to give the same volume? Right. And then, then and that's the thing. is like the pressure shouldn't, not the pressure shouldn't exist, but I don't think also the, the recipient is always a, as aware of, like, of the... Not You're the harder father. on yourself, for I'm sure. Like, that's yes. what I'm trying to get at. Because it's like, I always think, well, is this enough? But as a recipient, I'm like, oh, it's so kind. But especially when you get something and then you look at reciprocity, I mean, get in a way, like, get over it, right? Like, it's the thought that counts and it's showing up. It's 100%. an interesting phenomenon, like, getting into this, like, hosting and gifting era. I think it, like, that's such a good point. I,
0: like, you really do overthink it so much more when it's coming from you. I sent my friend on a float, obviously. She just won her country club's tennis championship, which is a mm-hmm. really big deal here everyone's like super amazing at tennis for in Dallas (laughs) like I don't know what's happening that she's and she won yeah and I sent her these stir sticks they were just like little cocktail stir sticks they're like I don't know 12 bucks or whatever yeah and I thought they were cute and I thought they were fun and I wrote on the card I was like cheers celebrating you can't believe you're the champ again whatever it was like celebratory to me yeah and I sent them. and then as I sent them I was like well is that like should I send like a like some wine glasses too i'm like no that's the thought that counts like you're literally it's the same thing to me now as a text right but i can yeah because i have my app here like i can shoot that off and and it's something that's like that extra layer of thoughtful and i know that but i'm
1: still like
0: asking myself when i could have done better like why <laughs> oh
1: my god this <laughs> brings up the best for me right now which is so people say this about parties all the time well it's not a good enough party i mean i can't do this because i can't host well enough I'm not going to gift because I'm not going to gift well enough. I'm thinking about this in terms of like, especially prior to launching Party Trick, I was asking people and I still ask a ton. Do you host? Do you not host? Why? In certain areas, like I'm sure where you are, actually I know for a fact where you are, people host a ton. (laughs) Um, But in a lot of other places, there's so much objection around it because it's like not going to be good enough or there's not enough good enough reason or it won't, it's not Pinterest perfect. It's not Instagram worthy. I think... That doing a little thing. So send the stir sticks. Have people over for pizza that you got at Whole Foods or your local like Domino's. I don't really care. Have people over. It's about the intent. Again, going back to the intentionality, celebrating the every day, the the connection that ensues. And it can be, again, popcorn and a movie night. And that is a party. Yeah, I was, I was speaking with someone. and He's like, oh, I have a party every day. He has a, a daughter. He's like, we have pancake parties. So a single dad. And I was like, I just talking about trick in general and I was like well people say they don't party he's like well I don't understand I party all the time and I'm like really and and he's like no I do and that's when he brought the party and pancakes and like you know what it's that attitude and it's the celebrating the every little moment and it doesn't need to be this big thing make the pancakes send a single thing of cocktail napkins or stir sticks that is it's still good enough so just do it yeah yeah oh my god I think that is a really good message
0: and something we all probably, whether you're like a doer, a type A, whatever person, everyone's in their head about that. Like completely the, the less, and I think that there's, as I was just like, no, I really want to give these thoughtful, intentional gifts, but I do also think that like, that doesn't have to come with that level of pressure, right? Like totally the fact that, that you get something accomplished is thoughtful and intentional. Like yeah. that is, I think that that we do need to give ourselves more
1: credit for having a I think, party. I think also just doing something that's intentional. Again, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so. I, I think there's one way to like you could look at it either way, anyway. but I think just get out, do it, send the gift, send the card, send the text as well. But you know, throw the party, throw yeah, popcorn in. Anyhow, okay, so fun. Uh, what do you? Can you announce? yet where you guys are headed or is that for a surprise for soon? well they're all
0: in texas first i will say that so, what you said. Um, Sorry, yes texas okay. texas texas we will be kind of everywhere um later this year and i guess everywhere in texas but like i said we're really excited that now what we're building can sustain organic growth so stores everywhere can come get on and be a part of this amazing collection and community that we're building with the best of the best across the country
1: so i love it okay so sarah allen tell us where can we find you and how can we help support you oh you're the best you can find me at the afloat app on Mm -hmm. instagram
0: i am sarah allen preston awesome on instagram our website is the afloat app you can go there check it out if you sign up for our mailing list and drop your zip code in there. Like I was saying earlier, we're kind of tracking all of our inbound to see where we should be going. So, love it. Either shoot us, a, follow us on Instagram, shoot us a DM. Hey, come to XYZ, wherever Char-lister. you are. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. We do get a lot of Charlottesville. That's funny. Um,
1: and i'm like uh, i'm from charleston so that was my assumption based on okay yes Uh yes Uh
0: and or go fill it out on our website and that is awesome and then if you while we're still in our dallas and kansas city locations and people that you need to gift in these cities you can still download the app it's in the app store um
1: and send gifts to dallas and kansas city while we get everything else up and going i love it thank you so much Guys, we're going to pop everything in the show notes. So scroll down. You'll get to see and have direct links to go there. But thank you. And I look forward to seeing you in uh, Aspen this summer. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. We have to party trick. Help us plan it.